the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Burgers Gardening South Texas. I'm not the aforementioned uh, Milton Glick sitting in for Milton, who's a little bit under the weather today. I'm Barry Best from our sister station, AM 630, uh, The Word. But uh, the regular crew's here today, Dr. Calvin Finch to my right, and Dr. Jerry Parsons to my left. Gentlemen, I use that term loosely. (laughs) How are you doing today? We're doing pretty good. And you? I am doing really you, good. You're all bundled. Look at that, you big Calvin. You got gloves. You got I got gloves. I got my wool hat. hat on. I'm all ready to go. And Calvin doesn't have his gloves. Well, see, I do in my pocket. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're out, as you know. Ready we're, for action, just in case. We're out in the back porch at Millburgers at 1604 and Bulverde Road. And um, before we get going with the uh, the regular shenanigans that we do on this program, we have a very special guest. Who's a busy man already today? Where is that? Oh, he's uh, the, you see right in front of him, right near the deer. This guy right here, David Rodriguez. Yes, Come you had a, 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 a free seminar that you conducted here earlier this morning. I want you about spring, uh, maybe like a little spring cleaning. Yeah, what's happening right now in the uh, to dos for the spring garden? You know, cleanups, and we didn't get deep in in particular subject matter we kind of highlighted a little bit of this for your vegetable garden a little bit of this for your lawn a little bit of this a little bit of this because we do cover all those more in depth throughout the year so uh we kind of covered that uh talking about right now with um uh, pre-emergent herbicides Mm -hmm. we talked about irish potatoes a little bit the rodeo tomato potting it up yeah Uh, we so we highlighted the rodeo tomato the uh uh, Southern Sensation Seedless Grape. Calvin, great article. Thank you for getting that in the newspaper. Yeah. And then we just uh, engaged them to ask questions, and they had a lot of good, <laughs> a lot of good questions. And little, uh, a little cold outside, but we made it work, <laughs> and a good, good audience we had today. It feels so, like definitely. spring. Well, the sun's coming out. Now so. it's coming well, out. As a little long bit. as it's coming out now, right? So, <laughs> it's, did, uh, did it's it, funny with this. Go he's ahead. got his hat on <laughs> and <laughs> hands in his pockets and trying to go to the sun. Talking over about here. how sunny yeah. it is. <laughs> no, it's coming out right here. And it looks like he got like four coatings uh, on there, uh, David. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, how? One of the things Jerry and I have been uh, our readers and our uh, listeners uh, listeners have been talking. A, a lot about the the water and the soil and everything. Did, did that come out in your presentation? We did. We did mention that you know we're in still in exceptional drought and uh, proper watering, mulching, compost, soil mending, 
um, watering properly uh, during the winter time. That little inch that a lot of us had a, about a week ago that was nothing. It's, <laughs> dig a hole; it's super dry. Still there you go. In most of these areas, so we need to start. Pre- I would say we need to start kicking it up a little bit more than uh, November, December, January, going in for the spring green up, so we can have that moisture for planting and uh, get these plants uh, back where they need to be this spring. So. Did you tell them how to test the soil of uh, sticking your the finger fin- the in The finger there? test? Yeah. The second knuckle deep? Yeah, tra- Trace and Calvin, thank you. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when you when you lack coordination like Jerry does, <laughs> putting your finger into the soil there is r- very difficult. It's like, the, it's like the peg test with this yeah. thing into this peg. and this. We had a lot of people call in from the hospital that all gone in with broken yeah, fingers. Yeah. Although, next, next subject. Uh, all the practice he's had picking his uh, nose. Oh, yeah. oh, do we have to go there? Oh, we yeah. have to go there. It's organic. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, it's not getting any better. Now, now I know why Milton needed a day off today. You uh, <laughs> have to get away from these guys uh, for a weekend. Yeah. yeah. No, a great crowd, and um, you know they're uh, they're uncovering a lot. The sun is trying to come out, but they we're uncovering a lot. Um, this morning, and they're bringing a lot of merchandise out because yeah, they the, got the, the citrus out. Yes, the the weather this week is going to be yeah warm, hot. very 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 nice <laughs> this it, week. So they're you, they're there's resetting, you might say, from the cold, and yeah. so this is a good time to come out. They got a good selection what, of fruit and everything out here. What feel what feel are you getting from uh, um, the chill hours? I still, you know, my. Um, Florida King is booming up a storm. Yeah. It looks like it just has the right amount of chill. Nothing else seems to be responding. Yeah. Did you see Dennis's uh, uh, note to you, to us about the chill hours? No, I, which remind me of what. The- <laughs> I got it here. But anyway, he, he was saying that, and like we talked about last weekend, uh, this cool, cool but not cold weather. Uh, accumulates a lot of uh, chill hours. You can uh, you can see where I'm standing. Where we the, should be, we should be right at the the border yeah, on yeah, some yeah. of those. I think so. And a lot of gold and some a lot of, of a lot of the peaches over here are blooming. I'd like to go just to see which ones are. Some of those are in full bloom over but here. But of course, right? when they ship them in, they yeah yeah that's true too. Where they gro- where they're grown at? Their history and, is. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, uh, they uh, they're talking about uh, that we're pretty on these low chill uh, peaches that we've been recommending. They've got enough chill, and I I think they have a lot in the kilt in our country too. However, Fredericksburg and that bunch are just as dry as we are down here. Uh, so, Exceptionally dry. Yeah, yeah. Yes. We're under the, we're in the exceptional range, but not not a good exceptional range. Yeah, but uh, what I do with that thing? But anyway, uh, we're gonna make it. But uh, the important thing, and we can keep. I I left it on uh, plantanswers.com. What to do, how to water deeply during the most 
exceptional droughts we've ever had, I think. And yeah. so uh, I'm leaving those up there. And uh, I'm afraid people are not going to water like they should during the winter. During, because they think, well, it's dormant. Yeah, it's going to be dead. Is what's happening. Yeah, and we saw that in, back in 2006 and yeah. seven, and it's yeah. just coming. It's all and, turning around the same way. Yeah. And this is worse. Than yeah. That. Oh yes, sir. Yes, yes. But anyway, it's like Miss Tanya Tanya says, it's a little too late to do the right thing now <laughs> when you see the plant die. Uh-uh. Yeah, it's not dormant, it's dead. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. the word, but not <laughs> the right word. Not, yeah. not the right one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's all in all a really good seminar this morning. Yeah. That everybody got a lot of information on. Yeah, this a lot morning. of good. Lot, we covered good subject matter, and they asked a lot of, lot of uh, great um, uh, questions. <laughs> You know, one one question about this deer: How do I get rid of all these deer and uh, <laughs> uh, put a high fence? I mean, it's it's a challenge. I mean, these deer <laughs> these deer are just ripping these landscapes. Apart. Well, they're uh, they're hungry. Yeah, I mean, they're starving. They're, yeah, yeah, starving. Yeah, they came up in my come up, came up in my backyard and started eating my beautiful uh, winter uh, bluegrass. Mm. Yeah, they're, they're and, and that that winter that bluegrass is pretty in my yard now. Over that dead gra- dead grass is underneath it. Did you have any dead grass questions? Yeah, a lot of lawns need to be replaced because they stopped watering. A lot of people stopped watering as early as the summertime when <laughs> they started to see their utility bills yeah, skyrocket. Yeah. So I said, I know you're not going to cut your air conditioning. <laughs> but a lot of people cut their water, yeah, right. and it continues through the winter time. So yeah, that's Did, a lot of replacement. When is it they check the uh, the, sewer, the, the sewer rates? Yeah, the sewer rate. When is that, Calvin? Do you remember September that? one to March first, right? Early September. Yeah, you you do you. It determines how much water you use for the sewer in the winter time determines. The rates you get, you pay for the rest of the year. Yes, yeah. 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 And so, if your water in the winter time, you, you <laughs> end up with a, quite a bill. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like. So it's what a, I do is quit taking showers. Uh-huh. And uh, huh. uh, let me move over here. Yeah, we could tell. <laughs> yeah, we could tell. That's and why he's on the end of the table. If I have to go to the bathroom, I go uh, outside. Hey. hey. Yeah, like now, a pat, pat. This, this is about the time that Milton usually shuts in. <laughs> yeah, uh, I missed that cue. It's, I should have heard it's like that a one patty coming. pan. Yeah, yeah. fertilizing yeah. organically. No. Yeah. So, uh, what else can you do about the deer? Like, you know, there's they're, Eat they're, they're everywhere. Like, uh, there was a Eat in my neighborhood. Uh, there's a lady that feeds the deer, and there's like literally, I saw one day like twenty, thirty deer on her driveway. Oh yeah, they don't. They don't get scared. They you go. No, they're they're almost like they're almost getting domesticated. Yeah, (laughs) they'll go. They'll go around me to get at my Westies. West Island, yeah. And of course, the Westies think they can handle them. (laughs) You know, here's this. In their mind, here's this little uh, fifteen-pound dog. And the deer doesn't doesn't run away. It just stays there. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> well, it depends on the deer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it depends on how 
who gets the moves the most uh, suspiciously and all. But I just know one of these days that I'll. If you don't pay, if I don't pay attention, you know, I'll be walking along, and then I'll f- feel that <laughs> that the, the Westie is uh, charging, a, or running away, or charging the deer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's well, not one good thing about that is that you get a closer shot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And yeah. on that note, huh? so uh, what else is coming up in your neck of the woods, there, David? Um. Yeah, Milton usually looks up what I'm talking about next, but. If you go to the Bear County Extension Service website, uh, we have a lot of seasonal talks, mm-hmm. uh, not only here at the beautiful uh, Millburgers Landscape Nursery on 1604 on Bilberti Road, but uh, throughout the area. So just the Bear County Extension Service website. Okay. And we'll be finishing the rodeo next Sunday. Right. Ten more That's days. Right. Ten more Excuse days me. to go. So if folks want to come by, we're outside of Joe and Harry Freeman. Well, Coliseum, and then next weekend y'all are doing the rodeo tomato sales. Oh yeah, that's and good. And they do. They, y'all are so grateful. Uh, it's so nice that y'all do this. We're grateful for it, and the funds go to help support the youth gardens uh, program that we've been doing for. Are many we years. the only nursery in town that does that? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Too. Yeah, yeah. Very nice, very nice. So we, we've got a uh, program scheduled. The rodeo potting up. It's full. It's got. Uh, all the slots are are full. Oh, they pre-register. Okay, yeah. yeah, cool. And then, but then, everybody that comes and uh, buys one of the rodeo tomatoes, and the money does go to the support. Oh, okay, nice. Youth nice. gardening. Yeah. Davis programs in the yeah, very nice San Antonio area. So if you don't buy your tomato rodeo tomato this weekend, come here for sure. Next, is it both Saturday or Sunday or just Saturday? I think just Saturday. Okay. I think it's just Saturday. Yeah, so come by next Saturday. Is it going to do the chili cook-off and all that? No, no, I don't no chili. So. Okay. <laughs> we'll be chilly out okay. here. We'll be chilly out here. Okay. Yeah. Unless okay. it's eighty degrees. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see what I'm gonna say. Yeah. Are are do people know their lawns are in bad shape? Um, <laughs> I don't think they do. They're not gonna. They're gonna wait till April or May then figure out. It's green, but I think it's a lot of weeds, uh, right? Yeah, rescue so, grass, yeah. yeah. So. And cherries, blue, blue. So uh, gl- uh, glyphosate cells will probably increase during that time frame. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> well, the good thing about my bluegrass is uh, they say that uh, herbicides are not working against them. Tolerant. Okay. Yeah. Does it? Is it working? No. 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 It works. Uh, works on my rescue grass. So if, if you have a 2,4-D in there, right? No, not 2,4-D. <laughs> oh. What is you know, it? grass be gone. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and the snapdragons. Oh, grass and be gone. Okay. Fungisnap. Uh, fusillate. Fusillate, yeah. Yeah. But it'll die out when it gets warm. Yeah, but it'll be back next year. That's sad. Oh. But I always let mine go to seed, so I'll be sure to have some next year. Next year, but then you can you're you're encouraged and happy to see the horse horse herb come back. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. it's been tough on the horse herb, but it'll be back. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm I I just That's feel sorry. Uh, well, for unless it. Evelyn has her way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're 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 talking about fertilizing our uh, horse herb. Yeah, horse herb and. Uh, Bluegrass, the winter bluegrass and uh, rescue okay. grass. Okay, that'd okay. probably Fertilize. kick it up. Yeah. So yeah. You, 
Yeah. Well, I, I mowed mine more. again, and really looks good. Mowed. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. I don't know why people are so against that. Yeah, as long as of course, it's... the the grass in the summertime doesn't look so good. Uh, <laughs> well, we, in the we, shade, we better enjoy the green we have now. There we go. There we go. <laughs> before we de- see the dead grass <clears throat> underneath, I think I think it killed my uh, floor tap in the front yard. Forty years old. But it, it looks like it's gone. So all you folks that need to replace your grass, come by Millbrigger's Landscape there Nursery. There you go. It's 1604 and Bulldog. They have Road. plenty of grass to sell. <laughs> there you go. The endorsement from hey. David Rodriguez, <laughs> County Extension. Hey. David, thanks very much yeah, for coming guys, uh, have a great weekend. By. Enjoy this week. The sun's coming out. Thank you all so much. All right. Stay Thank warm, you. David. Bye. Thanks, David. All right. David Rodriguez, Bear County Extension. Was, I, I thought he was going to break into that uh, the sun will come out tomorrow, oh, tomorrow. Oh, thank you for doing that, though. <laughs> so, um, Dr. Jerry, how's yeah. things in your world? Oh, can't complain. Uh, got my uh, new, another COVID shot yesterday. Uh-huh. Oh, yesterday. you did? Got a booster? Yeah. And, uh, oh, good. Thank you. I got my... Fr- and uh, want to just remind people they can give us a call right now. If you've got a question for uh, Dr. Jerry or Dr. Calvin, uh, you can call right now, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And you can also, uh, if you're in the neighborhood, you can come by Millburgers at 1604 and Bulverde Road. We're open until uh, 6 o'clock uh, tonight, and they'll also be open again tomorrow. 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. 210-308-8867. That's the number you want to call. we got open lines right now. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back on Milberger's Gardening South Texas on, AM, on 930 a.m. The Answer. I'll come following you. Of course. <laughs> Take me on a trip. We're talking about the pot and your magic. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Al doing a great job back at the station with the music. Who I, he told me the theme today was Canadian music artists because I'm here. Canadian Just what? For Canadian, Canadian music, music artist. Yeah. A couple of st- uh, uh, birch sticks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, uh, what's that? The wash the wash rack? <laughs> yeah. The wash tub thing? Yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> now, we've uh, we've got it's a special guest day. Well, he's not a special guest. He's a, he's, a, he's like a regular on the show. Yeah, there you go. On the porch, Trace from Millburgers. Trace, how you doing? I'm doing good. And uh, you it's a an improvement to some extent, uh, Milton. You you got some more altitude, much better looking. Thank you. See, and they say that twenty bucks I gave Trace going a long way earlier. Today. <laughs> All right. So what what do we got going on this weekend here at Millbrook? As I see, we got some pretty good sales going oh, on. Some great sales. Uh, David just finished up and uh, had a, a pretty good turnout. And um, but we got all kinds of new stuff coming in right and left. Yep. 
And uh, we brought back some of those uh, wonderful sales from the week before last. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Six-inch pots. So they're the uh, Garden White. And they are regular three ninety nine each. And we have them four for a dollar. Saucers to match. Yeah. I didn't, I, didn't ha- I didn't have that the last time. So I got six-inch saucers, which are regular two ninety nine. Guess what price I got them at? Uh, Can I take a guess? Four for a dollar. Four for a dollar. Four for a dollar. <laughs> I got them here in my right printer. Uh, one I think, because we we in the past have uh, uh, spoken against the uh, using clay saucers under there, but uh, that's a that's a good way to water. Uh, is fill the saucer up with water, and then put your plant in there. And they'll uptake it from the bottom, like they do uh, African violet. And uh, then you take it out. You just don't leave it soaking in the in the, uh, saucer. Perfectly goes with six-inch pots. Do we have any for 10-inch pots? We have saucers, yes. No, no saucers? No, we have saucers, but not on sale and not that actually matching the color. Oh, Okay, we don't care if it matches the color. Unless you want to consider clear plastic. I've got clear plastic, which will match any color. Yeah, there mm. you go. But that's that's a good way to water. I, would, <laughs> I guess the African violet people figured that out a long time before we did. But uh, uh, I never will forget when I first started doing some TV with the African violet people, I said, what are all those strings in the bottom of it? You got strings hanging out of that thing. And they said, that's the way we water, fool. <laughs> you know, put put the string in the water, mm-hmm. and it uptakes the water. So like and a, then It's a wick, just like a candle a, would be, yeah, but in, in reverse. I wonder who figured that out. I must have figured it out a long time ago. Because African violets, their leaves, you don't want to get them wet, and uh, they cover the, the soil in a pot. Well, they're fuzzy too. Yeah, they're so hard you, to wet. If you put, if you get the leaf wet, it's uh, very prone to Eat fungal problems. Yeah, there you go. That's right. And that's kind of true on some of our ornamentals. Yeah, and besides that, it's easier to water that way. I know I, I poo-pooed it for a while until uh, we got into a hot summer condition, and I had a big pot like that to water. So I. I I would put it periodically in a uh, in a bucket in a bucket of, or a pan of water, and let them soak, soak the water up, and uh, wet that potting mix, and then take it out and let it drain and get drier. So uh, easy easy way to water. But anyway, uh, I checked on the way in. We got some Grandma Yellow left. We do. And uh, some Belinda's Dream too. Yeah, they they're kind of sold out, sold down, honey. You got more coming? I got two hundred. Be here uh, Monday. Okay, okay. So plenty of Belinda's Dream and uh, Grandma Jella, two of the best roses I think that are available. But uh, we haven't had. They've been in short supply. Uh, for the last couple of years, but Trace has found uh, found a good supplier. I bought them all. 
<laughs> did you? I did. Well, I'm I'm impressed with the size of the plants, and they're on their own roots too. Which means, if you go, if you got a yard man that goes crazy and mows them down to the ground, they're gonna re-sprout from the ground and come back true. And they'll bloom pretty fast, even if you cut them to the ground. But these, most of the time, uh, when you grow root, grow, grow, grow plants on root, on root, uh, it takes a while for them to build, uh, build large plants, large caliper stems. These all have large caliper stems. I don't know how they do that. We don't have to interview them or something. Because they're a new operation, aren't they? No, they won't talk to you. They're, they're new not new? No, they're not new. Okay. Well, anyway, who, whoever's doing it is doing it right and doing it good. And and we appreciate them having Grandma Jella because that's, that's, that's kind of a local thing. And so the big big growers, uh, uh, do you get them out of California, the ones that are grafted? Greenleaf was the last person that had uh, that had them available. Okay. okay. I'm pretty sure I have some book with him too. <laughs> yeah, uh, they they used to be very good cooperators, and that they, they took care of uh, and got it registered or patented uh, a Blue Angel, the Althea. I have that, by the way. And you have it Althea down the hill. And uh, it's called Blue Angel, and uh, we developed uh, developed it in uh, Tennessee and uh, brought it down here, gave it to uh, Greenleaf, and uh, they've done a really good job uh, multiplying it by the thousands. And so if you want a good althea, uh, that's probably the prettiest blue and largest bloom on the market of, the, of that blue. But uh, they're they're here. All you gotta do is you, for Blue Angel, uh, trace. They they most people wait till they bloom, and then they sell out real fast. But our listeners are smart enough to listen, and if they want an Althea, uh, best selections now. It's our best selection is now. That's right. A lot of fruit trees on sale now too. Yeah, right? yeah. We've, we've gotten just about everything in. Uh, I think there's still a few pecans outstanding, but other than that, uh, everything that was available we've gotten, with uh, exceptions of citrus. So citrus I still have a good chunk of, but the rest of them won't be here till like, first now, week of March. Is now the time to plant fruit trees? Except for oh, citrus, yeah. yeah. Except for citrus? Yeah. Uh, it got Lady Banks Rose. When's the last time you saw that? Uh, that should have been a long time. Uh, I've got about a year or two ago. Uh, I got a call from a, a, a big, a large nursery group wanting to know how to root Lady Banks rose, and uh, because they were having trouble increasing their numbers, and uh, I looked into it, <laughs> and. Uh, they, the, the people that are growing it successfully said the key to it is take a, a longer cutting, a larger cutting. 
but uh, I never have tried to root Lady Banks. Uh, your your ad says this rose is actually not actually a true rose. What is it? It's a Luita. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. And it comes. It has no thorns. No, no thorns. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It. Well, the old selections have some thorns. <laughs> I've well, got I've got some uh, selections that have. I have one that has thorns and one that doesn't. Are they white? Is the difference between white and yellow? Yeah, one, one of them's white and one of them's yellow. I can't remember which is which. Yeah, I, I think the white has maybe have yeah. a few thorns. Then the and the other one grows up over and into the oh, oak yeah. trees, and uh, finally come, emerges and where it blooms <laughs> beyond where the oak branches. Yeah, are. I've seen trees covered with ladybug. So uh, I don't think it had a, any issue with that six degrees two years ago. Uh, I don't from what I've seen. I don't think it's frozen back. And it does need some cold to actually bloom its best. Uh, oh, is that right? Yeah. Didn't know that. Uh, They're hard to beat as a specimen in full sun. Oh yeah. They. Uh, I also got a kick out of uh, your blackberry discussion. Uh, does a lady in here, you you said she does a lot of the write-ups on that? Yes, because I can't spell. <laughs> <laughs> no, she said, uh, the blackberries, now is the time to plant. Best selection of the year. Bears are easy to grow and produce, wait for it. Oh, here we go. Copious amounts of delicious fruit. You know where she got that copious. from, right? She's been listening know. to the show. <laughs> that copious. She's going to Dr. Jerry's school of science. Provides a fun-filled family project. Yeah. It could be. And you got the got the best one uh, uh, called Kiowa down there, right? I believe so. You got got a lot of those. You got them last year, too. That's good. That's one of the best thorn, thorn blackberries. Thornful. The thornful. Uh, blackberries uh, that you can get Be- better than uh, uh, it hurts me to say this but it's uh, better than Brazos which we recommended for 50 years 25 or 30 years 50 years <laughs> and it uh, it's an A&M thing it's produced uh, bred by A&M uh, trying to think of that guy's name but uh, he's a good breeder. But uh, anyway, this this cow has some uh, Brazos in its heritage. I think its mother is the Brazos. But this one, this one, this Kiowa, uh develops a sweeter fruit sooner than the Brazos does. Brazos, when it turned black, uh, they people would want to rush out and get them, harvest them, but they would have to wait a, a few days <laughs> for Brazos to get sweet, almost to the point that it's uh, getting soft on the vine, but uh, then it turned sweet, but uh, it was a good one for years and years. And they tried to come out with some more uh, uh, black bear types that uh, this didn't make the didn't make the goal like this 
Kawa does. So, Jerry, do you get um, royalties every time that the word copious is mentioned I in the article? I don't think so. Because if you go down to where they talk about the hops, kiwis, and gooseberries, it's another uh, copious amount down there. So is you that must right? Get, another what, copious? What do you get, like a, like, a, like a dollar for every time somebody <laughs> mentions that? I don't think so. I think it was, yeah, in fact, I, I don't know how I know it, uh, you know. Maybe my teacher in yeah, grammar school made me <laughs> figure it out. It was that thesaurus that you never wanted to open. <laughs> and we got Tiff Blue Blueberries, five, number five pot, only forty nine ninety nine, right at $50. And that's self-fertile, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And it says uh, it's on, listed under True Tiff Blue Blueberries. Now, Dr. McKitchen wrote in his fruit book that if you only have to have, only can have one blueberry plant, that's, uh, that's, get, that's tiff blue. So that's an older variety. Well, and, and the birds agree with you. Oh, yeah, they like yeah, it, too. Yeah, they, they go wild. <laughs> and, and, but under there it says, choose from available varieties. You got more varieties than Tiff Blue? I think there was more scheduled, but I think Tiff Blue is the only one that showed up. Oh, that's good. Tiff Blue <laughs> tastes good too if you, if yeah. you beat so, the uh, birds to them. I know Premier was ordered, and uh, yeah, that's like another cool. couple, two or three flavors. Uh, but Tiff Blue uh, is the only self-fruitful one. In other words, uh, back in the old days, you had to have a couple of different varieties to to pollinate them but tiff blue is self-fruitful and uh also also you want to follow the instructions that we developed what several years ago on how to grow blueberries you don't plant them in our soils why, no why not <laughs> well they're that was a leading question they're They'll last for a little while, but then they turn yellow and die because they need extremely acid soil. And so we we did a write-up on plantanswers.com uh, talking about uh, developing a mix to grow them in. And if you want to do that, we I recommend the... Uh, I, I don't... I guess 10 inch would be large enough, but definitely 18 inch terracotta pot. That uh, half whiskey barrel. That's where you gotta go. Oh, yeah, that's what that's what I use. Whiskey, what whiskey? 10 half inch whiskey barrel works oh, well. Oh, half whiskey barrel. Yeah, um, but uh, a lot of people don't want don't like a whiskey barrel on there on there. Can I have the whiskey part of the whiskey barrel? No. no. I actually had a a customer this last week, and and I I was trying to explain the blueberry, and they kept looking at me. I know all this. I know all this. Got got to the the alkalinity issue, uh, and then they, they told me, well, we've got rain barrels. And then I'm thinking to myself, it hasn't rained. <laughs> but apparently they made such a collection system that they got enough to water their blueberries even if we don't have rain. All right. <laughs> well, this year they freshly do. Because uh, rain barrels ain't having much luck in this drought, three-year drought. But uh, if you want it on the patio and to be attractive, 
you can use this 18 inch terracotta pot. Uh, sell two for a hundred, hundred dollars. And uh, so, and also, uh, I was talking to Trace last weekend. Uh, I saw walking in that you've got an acid mix that you're that you're selling. We do. So you don't have to worry no. about mixing. Well, it's not a potting soil though, so uh, it's it's. What warm. is it? It's not a potting soil. It's a, a I would, <laughs> regular soil. I would call it. Did you mix it into the ground? But I'm not sure I'd use it as a potting soil. I'll go it, look at it. It should be loose enough. I, I'll go grab a bag and we'll read it. Okay. Yeah. It's it's got a really uh, interesting uh, label or sack bag on. What's called as a bag of it? Uh, I think it's potting mix, not potting soil. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll go get one in a minute. Okay. But anyway, that's that's supposed to be should be ready for the blueberries. Just dump it in the pot and uh, plant your blueberries in there. So uh, I was just looking ahead at the great website at Millburgers, and next weekend somebody's got a seminar on tomatoes. Yes. Uh, right now it's full, uh, <laughs> so we're expecting a pretty good turnout. And if, but if people want to see if, if there's space they can call? Uh, well, there is no space unless somebody calls and cancels. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like maybe somebody will cancel, but uh, you're very popular. All, all I'm going to do is refer them to Trace. Yeah. And I'll say, yeah, well, that's the limit. Oh, that's the limit of the, so of the people. We don't, have, we don't have any more chairs than that. No, <laughs> it would be, be they could have standing room only. No, the whole idea is for uh, the, the this this weather and uh, uh, the the varieties and it's just uh, we thought it was time for to do a a potting up exercise after especially after COVID and everything and and it, it's it's worked well so those are those were good gardeners that were there this morning didn't yeah. they? Uh, <laughs> so they they learned they learned a lot and. Ask good questions. And yeah. I'm sure these will be the same. So that's did, next weekend. Do y'all uh, do, do you furnish the tomato uh, plant? Yes. yes. Okay. If some if to the forty to the sign up. Yep. But suppose somebody wants to just come and watch. Then they can buy theirs. They can they can come well, and watch. They can come and watch, but they don't get a free tomato. Oh, okay. Okay. That's Remember, good. that's also the day that we're donating all the proceeds from the rodeo tomato. Oh, okay. Uh, so so uh, they'll probably want to get a pla- well, buy the plant. I'm, I'm going to assume that even the 40 people that are signed up are going to buy some more tomato plants. Oh, that, yeah. That way we can donate more money to uh, yeah. the National that's Program. That's nice. But uh, mm-hmm. it's, if you just want to come and see how it's done... Uh, you you don't don't have to sign up, and uh, you can you just don't get a uh, free tomato plant unless you buy you buy one. And uh, Trace has got a uh, Millburg got a good supply of, of rodeo tomatoes. Yeah, got more coming. Yeah. And it's uh, and it's going to be uh, donate the funds on Saturday going to be donated to the uh, children's garden. Or the 4-H bunch. All right. Well, Trace, always good to see you. It's a nice uh, break from these two. I, I bet. Um, um, but uh, you got, you're got going to be open. Uh, nursery's open until 6 tonight. 
Uh, today is Saturday, yes. And then uh, tomorrow it's uh, 10, 10, to 10 to 5. At 1604 and uh, Valverde Road. Hi. Right. Just inside the loop. So come on down. we got a lot of people here already, and the sun sort of is coming out every once in a while. We're going to take a quick break. You're sounding a lot like Milton now. You see, Where do you see a sun? Uh, <laughs> it's under the. It's behind the clouds. It's wishful uh-huh. thinking. It's there. It's, oh, it's I, there. I keep forgetting. You're, you're from Saskatchewan. No, or not, I'm from Alberta. Let's get it right. I'm not from Saskatchewan. I'm from Alberta. The sun is there. It's just behind the clouds right now. Yeah. Yeah, the sun's there someplace. It's there. We know it's there. We're going to take a quick break and come back with more Millburgers Gardening South Texas. I'm Barry Bess in for Milton Glick with Dr. Jerry and Dr. Calvin and Trace and everybody at Millburgers. We'll be right back on 930 AM, The Answer. Somebody will bring me some coffee. Calvin's looking for some coffee. So far, I haven't... We, the waiter, we'll, 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 we'll get a waiter Except to come Trey, over. Trace never does. No. We'll, we'll get a waiter to come over to your table, sir. Just hang on for a second. Anyways, back at Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and myself, Barry Bess, filling in for Milton Glick. Phone uh, number is 210-308-8867. 310, or 310-308-8867. 8867. We have a couple of open lines, but right now one of those lines is full because Evelyn is on hold and she has right. a fertilizer question. Evelyn, she wants, thank you. She wants to know how much to fertilize a horse herb. Thank you for holding and welcome to Millburgers <laughs> Gardening South Texas. How are you doing, Evelyn? I'm okay so far. <laughs> uh, yes, I got. Uh, a plot marked off 10 by 10, and I want to know how much fertilizer do I apply to that. 10 by 10. What are you going to plant in there, Evelyn? Do you know? Um, tomatoes, uh, green beans, squash, whatever else comes up, cucumbers. Well, it sounds really extravagant, but Jerry has convinced me uh, that uh, uh, 10, 10 uh, cups is not too much for 100 square feet. Ten cups. That's eight ounce cups. Yeah, we're just. You don't have to be too fussy about it, but that's that's pretty generous. But that, that seems to work really well, especially if you're using uh, nineteen five nine. That's and what it, I have. Yeah, and if you're using, you know, if you're like tomatoes are, are not there a long time, but then you'll be planting something else, and mm-hmm. and so yeah, it works pretty well. Okay, so then I have also a pot that's. Uh, Four by six, so I would apply the same amount, like uh, ten. Probably, no, probably not. Well, you could if it was. Nineteen uh, five uh, nine. What? No, she in in a container, right? Oh, oh. In no, a no, it's not a container. It's in the oh. garden. Oh, it's in the garden. Okay, yes. yeah, yeah. Then go ahead. But uh, then, then the other thing is, if you do in containers. Uh, that uh, soluble fertilizer works really well, except you got to do it every time you, about every time you water, and then uh, or the other one is, uh, I I still like the, what's our uh, copious amounts of uh, osmocote. Osmocote. Yeah, osmocote is so so effective. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. What can I do to keep the spider mites out of there? Last year they ruined my tomatoes to 
just about nothing. I had one pick, and probably that was about it. They moved in and just took over. Uh, be sure, be sure you uh, get rid of any weeds uh, around. They've got, they've got to be uh, harboring or overwintering or on those weeds. Well, I uh, guess that's got to be the horse herb, probably, in the way. <laughs> That, it's they, that darn horse herb again. They've done some studies on that horse herb that uh, they don't, uh, uh, spider mice don't. Uh, he's he's don't got a he's got a a guilty grin on his face. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that. <laughs> In fact, they they repel them just like marigolds. Now we. Oh uh, really? Especially when they're frozen back to the yeah, ground yeah. like mine are. Yeah, they are. Everything yeah, that's a, that's that's a good a good control mechanism. It doesn't. <laughs> it's not perfect, but it helps. Yeah. <laughs> but don't worry, don't worry, Evelyn. It's coming back. Okay. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> I don't want you to give up on them. Well, the city was working in the alley, so they kind of scraped some of that. But they also ruined my um, wildflower garden. Oh also. no. <laughs> I have a few uh, blue bonnets that had come up, so. Oh, good. Well, the the deal is uh, on the horse herb, the utility uh, people can't can't get rid of it or can't destroy it. It will yeah. come back again. Yeah, I know that. It's trying to creep <laughs> in the garden always, and I have to keep after it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put a, if you got a little extra fertilizer, throw it out there in the, where the horse herb was. Uh huh. I hear you. <laughs> Well, in Evelyn's case, it's liable to throw it right back. Yeah. <laughs> so you have plenty of plants at the nursery? Oh, yeah. Uh, they're getting ready for that uh, tomato thing uh, next, uh, next week. Next week? Next weekend. Okay. I won't be able to come then. So uh, one of these days I'll get over there. Hopefully I'll get my tomatoes that I want. And okay. I want. That's good. All right. Great. Thanks, Evelyn. Uh-huh, thank you. Keep all up right, the you have work. a good day now. Bye-bye. Right, bye-bye. Bye. All right, that uh, opens all the lines again at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And if you happen to be uh, uh, coming down this way to Millburgers at 1604 and Balverde Road, you can uh, come on by. We're at the back porch. We're here until, well, we're on the air until 2. The nursery is open until uh, 6 o'clock tonight, and then again tomorrow from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Call in now. we got a, a few more minutes here before we get to the news break at the top of the hour. Yeah. 210-308-8867. I found my chilling hours that I was looking for yeah. that uh, Dennis sent us. In October, we had zero. <laughs> in November, we had 114 chilling hours in december we had 127 january 92 and in february 101 which totals up to uh the lowest deal is 434 chilling hours the highest uh Rating was 533. So well, that's yeah, that's just you, little below the yeah kind of the key point. Uh, June gold sometimes is as high as. Did 600. you say what the chilling hours were on this 
on this peach? Uh, 450. Okay. Four so we're That's pretty close. And then 500 on your Red Baron. Okay. Well, yeah, that's, if you use method two, uh, we've had a total of 533. So that's right on the money. But uh, we pretty appreciate Dennis. Dennis found that. We talked about oh, yeah. it last week. Yeah, Dennis's research is really, <laughs> really uh, appreciated. Yeah. So what's a chilling hour? Uh, uh, below 45 degrees. It's, oh, okay. But okay. not excessively. So, uh, oh, okay, the amount of time it's below 45 yeah, degrees. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Chemistry on a lot of fruit varieties is to, for it to reload in the wintertime so that it can have new blooms. It, ha- it has to have a certain amount of cold weather. Oh, okay. So, the, yeah, so it's, a, it's really kind of an interesting phenomenon. All right, we've got about a minute to go until we get to the news at the top of the hour. Uh, so that's a great opportunity if you want to uh, have a question answered by either Dr. Jerry Parsons or Dr. Calvin Finch. I'll answer the question. It'll probably be wrong, oh, but I'll answer it, too. That's uh, all right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Al's back at the station. He'll be uh, glad to take your calls and uh I'll let you know what uh, where you are in line, but uh, there's open lines right now. All of them are open. We're going to take a break here in just a little bit for the news at the top of the hour, but we're going to be right back uh, just in a, f- a couple of minutes. And uh, so stick around. Join us back here again in just a few minutes for Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. This is The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Hour 2 of uh, Millburgers Gardening South Texas on this Saturday, a little chilly Saturday. Um, I guess it's afternoon now here in the San Antonio area. I'm Barry Bess, sitting in for uh, Milton Glick, who is uh, off this weekend. I'm from our uh, sister station, AM 630, The Word, here in San Antonio. I'm going to be filling in for Milton uh, the rest of uh, today and also uh, for tomorrow's show, but always here and always with a big smile on his face and uh, (laughs) glad joy in his heart, Dr. Jerry Parsons. Yeah, Dr. Calvin Finch, and all we need uh, to have this party really become exciting is calls from you <laughs> and have your questions ready for uh, Dr. Jerry and Dr. Calvin, and you can call 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, or if you happen to be in the neighborhood of Millburgers uh, Nursery at 1604 and Balverde Road. You can come on by, take a look at all the great uh, products that they have out. Um, and they've got some great sales, as uh, Trace mentioned last hour. Uh, lots of great sales, lots of beautiful plants out here. You can get a lot of your fruit trees out here right now. Uh, come on by, and then you can come on by the back porch. That's where we're located here until we're on, t- on the air till 2 o'clock. Uh, the nursery is going to be open until 6 o'clock tonight, and then tomorrow will be 10 a.m to 5 p.m. So get on the phones right now. Ask your questions. 210-308-8867. 
Okay, we're the answer, and your station is what? The answer. Oh, my station? The word. The word? The word. Okay. Yep. You have the word, we have the answer. You have the answer, and I've got the words. Yeah, okay. i got a word for you, and I'll tell you that later. <laughs> hey. What? That doesn't sound good. <laughs> uh, look at it, Calvin. This week in the garden, it says... Grassy weeds growing in the winter lawn are controlled well by mowing. Broadleaf weeds respond to contact herbicides such as weed-free zone. And uh, with this weather going in and out, like cold, cool for a couple of days and and uh, warm for a couple of days, uh, it's a... Uh, <laughs> Uh, weed-free zones probably your best bet, uh, and uh, that's good. Uh, that uh, stupid uh, <laughs> uh, bed straw, bed straw is that right? Yeah, is <laughs> coming up. It come it comes up uh, not in the middle of the yard, but in, along the fences and yeah, around the edge. Yeah, and so which is kind of difficult to uh, control by mowing. But uh, this stuff uh, you put on there, and it'll take it off. I say it'll kill it overnight, especially if it's young, just coming up yeah. now. Uh, I've got some growing up, just now growing up by the sidewalk. And as I'm loading up to come over here, I always want to say, I'll take, a, take some of that to the show. But I think it'll wilt by the time I get over here. Yeah. 20 miles, you know, it's, it's, to be so, to come up so much as it does, uh, it goes down pretty easy. Uh-huh. In other words, if you pull it, or, or what do you say, take a rake and just rake it yeah, up. Yeah, that, 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 that always amazes me. Yeah, it just sticks together. Yeah, you get, you, you have a 20 <laughs> by 20 plot of the. You take a rake and you end it up with uh, with a little like <laughs> yeah, eight by eight section of <laughs> tough. Well, that that's convenient that it yeah. does that. You know what? Uh, henbit is come kind of comes oh, up on, yeah. on that edge too, but that henbit's a little harder to control. Oh yeah, uh, that that's the plague of uh, growing blue bonnets. Uh, when we were grow, when we were growing, we would. Uh, it it comes up about the start time blue bonnets start growing, and uh, I've been fighting it for years, uh, and uh, I try I tried I said well that that uh, hen bit is over the top of blue bonnets, so I'm a real professional man. I said I'll just take my wick applicator. And use a Roundup on it. Uh-huh. And I don't know if you've ever used a wick applicator, but it put, it puts out puts down very little product. And I'm used to seeing it run off, yeah. uh, spray so it run just, off. So you kept applying it. Yeah, flying. yeah, I kept applying it, and uh, it worked. But it killed the blue bonnets too. I yeah. killed the blue bonnets too. Well, I. T- it uh, those wick applicators it reminds me of some experiences you've had with some of your research <laughs> products, because uh, I had a team, a research team on 
mm-hmm. using WIC applicators. And, oh, and, yeah. and I was always telling tell them, it's, that's the way, that's all you do. You don't have to use much. Well, just, yeah. That's enough, that's enough. But they couldn't get couldn't Yeah, you can't believe it. Yeah. So that's the next thing you do. You got the nice, clearest ground there is, but none of your experimental plants there are still you go. there. That's what I happened to me. But uh, luckily, uh, Dr. Larry Stein uh, is more versed in using those pre-emergent herbicides and things like that, and uh, he has found a mixture that. Uh, takes them out takes takes the whole population out huh. and uh, and he applies that when he plants plant the seed and so when the little ones come up they're taken care of and the farmers we're working with always blame, if they think they have a stand that's not good or they come up too slow or whatever always bring blame Larry for spraying that herbicide out of town. And of course I always agree with them. You know yeah, uh, yeah. bad mouth yeah. Larry. In your con- in your constructive <laughs> mode. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh he 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 has literally wiped out some hen bit out of our plots. And that's that's unusual to complete control. Yeah. It's down to the point that we can weed it when it first comes up. And uh, wow, she got a dose of the tomatoes. The <laughs> yeah, rodeo tomatoes. I didn't. I didn't mention. What's the rodeo a, tomato this year? Huh? What's the rodeo tomato this uh, year? Not, Thunderbird. Yeah, not the fish, mm-hmm. but Thunderbird. Not the fish. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, <laughs> Thunderbird. You mean the old Ford car? We like we like that name, the red uh, red, red snapper. Yeah, red snapper. snapper. Oh, okay. uh, I, I can remember by saying it's the fish. It's the fish. But it's the Thunderbird this year? No, yeah. I, I think it's an airplane. You know? Thunderbird used to be an old Ford car. Yeah. Oh, right yeah. before a model of a yeah, Ford it's car. The, it's the it's the Thunderbird. <laughs> so is. Um, so I think the Thunderbird is also What's an old the, airplane. Who, who determines the rodeo tomato every year? The, com- the company that produces seed. Well, well, they they produce the name, but uh, David Rodriguez and uh, Dr. Larry Stein plant plant them out with a with a farmer, and uh, plant about uh, 20, 25 varieties, and grow them out in the field. And then evaluate them two or three times a season, and pick the one that's the best. That that'll be so that always be called the rodeo tomato. Yeah, that we de- designate that as a rodeo tomato. Now, now don't now. Okay, now again, I'm trying to remember, but didn't we have a contest for growing the tomatoes? Uh, we have uh, we have periodically have in June. Uh, uh, yeah. No. Oh. We periodically have well, a, but there's another uh, pretty soon that we're going to be having another contest uh, for a state. Um, what are they going to call the Ruby Crush? That oh, uh, you mean uh, Texas Superstar? Texas Superstar. Yeah. yeah. Ah, that's a Texas Superstar. Is that so who I am? 
No. From a Texas superstar? No. No. Why not? You're you don't Canadian. compare to these You're Canadian yeah, but I've, I've been I've been down here for like more than like 25 years, <laughs> so I'm a Texan now. Hey, stranger. Hey, Good. dude. Do you have a question that you'd like to ask the, the guys, or you got something yeah, to show actually, us? I do. Oh, you want to grab the microphone and uh, ask your question on, on the air? He's done it a few times. Once or twice? Uh-oh. He's got something. Hey, you want to? Uh-oh. I've what are we for... looking at here? Is that that? Is that? That's not Parsons potent, potent chili protein. What well, is that? Is this on or not? Yeah. So this is... About 20-something years ago, I had a chili patine grande, or chili patine grande, right? There you go. And uh, but I haven't been able to find them. I, I lost my plant. I have never seen them again. Yeah. And But I, I found a plant growing and stole some peppers off of it. There you go. And planted. So I got three bushes. Okay. And that's, you can have those. There's The seeds in the bottom are from this pepper, and then that's some other Okay. One that I just picked today, and then an older one. He's got a picture of a so nickel. Size, size of a nickel, pepper. or is that a quarter? Yeah, a nickel. That's yeah. a nickel. Wow, that's a small. Pa- pa- but, but they're big. <laughs> and compared that, to And that. I tasted that one, and it tastes just like chili pekin, so. Okay. Is it hot? Yeah, 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 it tastes just like a chili pekin. It's oh, really? hot, and it t- has the same exact flavor. What do, and, you, uh, what do you use it? Do you eat it straight, or do you use it? I usually put them in soups or stews oh, or anything like that, and I'll mash them up. But then also dry them out and grind them up and put them in a shaker, and that works real good for controlling how much. But um, so I'm hoping to uh, save a bunch of peppers off this, and I'm gonna I've got a bunch of seeds. I'm gonna try to grow a bunch more okay, plants good. and kind of spread them around a little bit. And that's good. I know uh, that Charlie was saying if I told told him I had some and he was interested in getting some seeds. So who is that? The owner of Millburgers here. Oh, oh, yeah. He might want some, so. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. they got to uh, be hot enough for him. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's something that the uh, makes a beautiful plant. Where did, where did you say you get the got the fruit? You found it growing? I found it growing at a landscape uh, nursery huh. when I went to go get some mulch. Okay. And they had a plant growing there, and they weren't even picking the peppers. They were just gr- dropping on the ground, so I yeah. picked up a whole bunch of them. There you that go. That sounds like a likely story. Yeah. Yeah, I, no, like, the, I like the it, investigation though. in the future. Will, <laughs> will. Yes, anyway, that's what he said he did. But I've been, and where did those original Chili Pekin Grandes come from? I thought I bought a plant in a nursery, but I thought yeah, the GVST they, used to have some seeds of them, too. No, we, uh, at one time we had seed of uh, the one that popped up in the garden Outside, uh, where, where 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 you had the trailer that got stolen. Uh, oh gosh, yeah. Uh, uh, right in that yeah. area, uh, demonstration gardens over at uh, an extension office. I want to say Columbus, but it's not. That's not the road. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just a ceiling, uh, I guess, and it uh, was. Uh, had extremely had a large uh, patine right right fruit that was large. Well, the last it, couple of years I've had the New Mexico chili pekins. Yeah, and they're uh, larger than the native ones. Yeah, and um, and they're real good and they're very prolific and they reseeded themselves over the last few years. But oh yeah, maybe I'll have some. I've got a bunch of them in the freezer and seeds. So, but I'm gonna try to grow them and to me that's got the best flavor. And something I just was reading about them recently was that um, 
as hot as they are, the heat doesn't last very long, and it doesn't burn like for a long uh-huh. time in your mouth like a habanero or something yeah. like that does. And so the heat just kind of goes away after, you know, right away. Seven or eight years. Yeah. <laughs> after they re- recessitate. After your hair falls out. <laughs> Boy, I was noticing those broccoli and cabbage plants over there. They're almost ready to harvest. Yeah. Oh, they are, They're yeah. beautiful. And I might have to get one of those artichokes. Yeah. Because that, that's a beautiful plant. Yeah. Yeah, that, that and pro- probably produced this year. And I think I might try to plant it in my front yard because uh, the deer don't seem to like artichokes. I remember oh. one year they got in my garden. I left the gate open. They got in there, ate everything, and didn't touch my my artichoke plants. Yeah. So. Do you know about this? Oh yeah, I, wanna, got, I got the notice. You want to bring email. that up? Oh yeah, this is a a celebration of of life memorial for Ann Schiller. It's going to be Sunday, February twenty sixth, from one to three at the San Antonio Garden Center. And um, Ann was a long time. Um, yeah, GBST or GBST. I guess she probably was one of the founding members of it. Yeah, and uh, she was, ran the show for many, many years. And she was my old boss over at another radio station here in town for. Oh, that's right. Yeah, for five or six years. Yeah, you let a little woman like that push you. Yeah, uh, she did too. She uh, you don't yeah. mess with you don't mess with Ann. And you know, she also we we were on a flight. And she was on the same flight, and she was going to Florida because she did radio yeah, right. business down in Florida, yeah. too. She would fly back and forth. Yeah, yeah. we had our uh, the head office was in Fort Myers. Yeah, she was absolutely just uh, yeah. a ball of fire. Uh, when, she when, did, when, did was, she, uh, when did she pass away? Uh, it's been um, two years, maybe, yeah, now, really? something yeah. like that. She yeah. and her husband passed away about the same time. Really? Yeah. Wow. But it's actually, she, I guess, she, celebration of life for both of them, really. Yeah, she, she started uh, Festival of Flowers. Right, yeah. She was a big girl. Yeah, she, behind that. she started that and she hosted it or she yeah. ran it. Yeah. She just was a and one one lady army is what she <laughs> was. You know, she always used to talk about the gardening at when I worked this was in like the mid nineties, yeah. I guess mid to late nineties. Uh-huh. Yeah, she was always talking about her, her gardening yeah. and stuff like that. And uh, yeah. so those who who know her, that's uh we just got that notification uh this week. And when is it going to be? It's going to be at the Garden Center. Yeah, at the Garden Center at, down on Funston. When is that? North New Braunfels Avenue in Funston. I know, but what's the date? Oh, the February 26th. And I, I looked it up. That's a Sunday. Okay. So 1 to 3 p.m. It's not next weekend, but the weekend Yeah, two weeks, yeah. Two but, weeks. Uh, we'll, we'll be announcing this again. And I imagine it's on the GVST uh, website. Yeah, they put out a, well, I haven't looked at the website, but I got an email yeah, right. announcing it. Yeah, so I'm sure they sent it out to all the GVST members yeah. Yeah, on the email list. Yeah, we miss that. Yeah, we, uh, we'll keep everybody can I, informed can I of that. break too. in here yep. a minute? Break in, breaking what's, news, what's breaking the, news. Uh, what's the tomato repelling? I mean, the uh, mosquito <laughs> repelling Tomato repellent? Uh, mosquito repellent? Citronella, but nothing really works. I read a report what, that they. What, what is the one that? Oh, a flower. No. Uh, oh, you mean you mean you eat it and your body repels them? <laughs> what is what is what is the one that Milton always wants? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, that's the only one I can uh, think of. Is the, it doesn't it doesn't work? But we we sell it here. But it doesn't work. You don't remember, do you? They, yeah, they did a. I I read a study. There was an extensive study on 
none of those citronella plants and citronella yeah citronella but it doesn't really flower that's just a very fragrant yeah this was something that had like a yellow flower or something that we're talking about. yeah well the marigold had yellow flower but that doesn't repel mosquitoes yeah none of the none of the plants repel mosquitoes Cit- urban myth yeah you got it citronella yeah that's what i was thinking okay yeah. sorry <laughs> All right. Well, great then. Thank you for these. These are amazing little chili peppers. <laughs> yeah, and I've got the. I have three plants, and I dug two of them up and put them on my greenhouse, and they're they're doing fine in the greenhouse. Is that they don't get any more bigger than that, or is that just a, well, no, that, that's the size. That is that the size of the size. Yeah, yeah, that's well, that's actually smaller than the one that's in that picture, but uh, the plant that I've got outside, I keep it covered during you know freezing temperatures, and I've got incandescent christmas lights under it and i turn those on and cover it up and it's doing fine outside and it's got six or eight more big peppers as big as that one that was in the picture that yeah, yeah. as long as a nickel and fat as your finger good you know and so yeah. hopefully i'll have a bunch and be able to spread the seeds around there and you go. take some down down to Starting volunteers meetings and get there them you go. pass them I'm out sure, there. i'm sure jerry will want to taste it. oh yeah, yeah. Well, you can taste one of those. You can right taste now. that right now. Here, I, here. We'll have you a contest. You just have to shake it right here. We'll have a contest. <laughs> you, you, here, let's see. Let's see how long you go before your no. your face starts getting red, <laughs> red like that. But you know, right. people that love chili pekins, they there's nothing that they like better. Yeah, yeah. Who is there? Right. Who is there right. for a friend that popped uh, every time? Phil Hovey. Phil Hovey. Gosh, no, you know no I'll pass on that. Do you remember Phil? Did you remember Phil Hovey? Had um, a nursery have, and bougainvillea yeah. growing. Yeah, I'm not. I don't remember him right now, but I probably met him. Yeah, he he was he had, had a nursery and uh-huh. he was a ma- master gardener. But uh, every meal he ate, he oh, had yeah, a yeah. little pocket like that. <laughs> and I'm, you know, well, he would eat eight or ten or twelve. Wow, bite <laughs> you know, at a time. Yeah, if you get the little, there's two kinds. The chili patine is the tiny little round ones that are native around here. And the chili pekins actually have a pointed tip on them. And that's how you can tell them apart. But the chili patines are real small, barely bigger than a BB. And those, those you can eat. Birds you know, like them too. The birds love them, and that's how they spread them. They go sit on the fence, yeah. and that's why they grow around the fence. And you're talking about that uh, bed straw. Yeah. That is a plague. <laughs> and it doesn't, you can't mow it because it grows down underneath the, where the mower cuts. There you go. That's what we were. So I, I'm out there every day. Every time I see it, I go pull it. And also that uh, that cabbage, that yellow flowered cabbage. Yeah. That's uh, a nuisance too. Yeah. Weed free zone takes care of this. Yeah. It takes care of that. Well, I'm going to have to get some. During cooler weather. Like right, this. right. All right. All right, guys. All right, thank you. Thanks for coming by. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. Open lines, all of them are open at uh, 210-308-8867. Call now. Get in your questions to Dr. Jerry and Dr. Calvin. 210-308-8867. I'm going to take a quick break. Come back in just a few minutes on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Last night, I heard the screen door slam, and a big yellow taxi took away my old man. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas as we salute Canadian artists. Yeah, musically. You'd be uh, today. You know my my son's an 
an artist, a uh, songwriter, singer, but uh, he he knows a lot of singers out of Canada. Yeah, thank you. They they really got must have a <laughs> industry up there. Oh, it's a it's a you know there's a lot of a lot of Canadian artists made it big down here in the South Texas area, yeah, which yeah. is really kind of strange. But. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Al, that was uh, a lot Al, of them made, made it in uh, Nashville too. Yep. And uh, we have we have good music in Canada. Yeah. It's not just all. You who know, would have ever thought? Who would ever thunk it? Uh, <laughs> thank you very much for that. <laughs> 210-308-8867 is the phone number to uh, call. We got open lines right now. If you have a question for Doctor Jerry or Doctor Calvin, yeah, uh, two ten three zero eight. Eighty-eight sixty-seven. Yeah, I was reading Calvin's uh, This Week in the Garden in uh, today's paper, and I got to one called saying, uh, Top dressing with compost improves the lawn's attractiveness and drought tolerance and conserves water. And that's that's very true, but and uh, with the grass looking like it is now, You'll be able to apply the <laughs> the top dressing uh, easily. In other words, you won't have to worry about uh, raking it into the grass. You'll be able to actually see what you put out. And we're talking about what a half an inch. Yeah, what it's a small amount. Half an inch is usually what they talk about. Yeah, but. You, but you say you don't want to put too much or you uh, damage the grass. Well, I got bad news for you. My grass can't be damaged. Oh, It's you, dead. <laughs> you're, you're such a pessimist. Uh, no, I'm a realist. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so that, this, that top dressing is uh, compost and improves... Uh, the lawn attractiveness yeah. and also the drought tolerance if you have to reestablish your lawn. The the soil is in a good shape. How, uh, on another topic, uh, one, uh, one of our strong allies with uh, the extension services, Greg Grant, how is he doing on his studies? His, he was finishing up his yeah. PhD. Is yeah. He, have we heard anything more? <laughs> Well, he's still alive up there. He's de- he had a, uh, finished up his cor- coursework. Is it Stephen F. Austin? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he maintained a 4.0. Yeah, which is that's wonderful. In, uh, in, in his studies. And, uh, I th- he's, of course, he's in forestry. So he's been working uh, on his place to restore the... Longleaf pine, yeah, which is a uh, not grown much anymore. Loblolly yeah. has replaced yeah. it, probably. Well, yeah, the long he just but sits you, there and stares at you for quite a long time yeah. before it takes off. <laughs> but anyway, he's doing okay. He's and still uh, county horticulturist up in Tyler, and doing a great job with uh, the master gardeners up there. Mm-hmm. You guys will be um, awfully proud of my daughter, 
is going to be uh, getting her master's degree in agricultural science. All right. From uh, Texas State. Um, in just a few months, actually. And she is de- trying to develop um, a new a soil that is r- like that is better for planting down in this part of the world. What is, what is te- Texas State now? What is, what is uh, yeah, Texas State. Oh, or San Marcos. San, San Marcos. used to be what Southwest Texas, wasn't it? Yeah. Before Southwest yeah. Texas. Yeah. So she's gonna, uh-huh. she's gonna be um, like 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 you two here. She can. Uh, uh, so how's she gonna put up with you? I don't know. She's <laughs> been doing it for twenty five, almost twenty six years. So. So uh, she's trying to develop a better soil. Yeah. To plant in. Yeah, to plant in. She's uh, working with um, uh, our professor up in Texas State. Uh, Artifi- art, I mean, it's a potting mix. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yes. You're going to get some? Mm-hmm. Well, uh-huh. you figure, you know what? I put her through school so she can have. So, anyways, uh, yeah. I was very, very proud of her. Harry, uh, who? Huh? Yeah. yeah who, who are you Funny how that memory thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she's just finishing up her master's program at okay. Texas State for Good. Uh, I, I, we like to read it once she, she gets it finished. Yep, I sure will. Okay. I'd like to um, I'd like to read it too, but I can't understand it. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, you. <laughs> another another deal on there is uh, it is possible to apply cut vine and stump killer to the pruning cut <laughs> of unwood un- unwooded uh, unwanted unwanted seedlings to greatly reduce the number of stems and roots that regrow. See, Calvin says, reduce the number of stems and roots that regrow. I I think if you put it on after you make the cut, you will uh, kill it completely. But, But what you won't kill is the uh, other seedlings that come up all around it. <laughs> the, it's interesting there. When, when you see a hackberry is what I'm most familiar with, a hackberry seedling, and it'd be six to eight inches tall. You know, you see those big ones. And, and you make a cut and paint it with cut vine and stump killer, on the on the fresh wound, and you say, "Well, I got it." But then, if you look at where that goes into the ground, there's a lot of little bitty hair-like uh, seedlings coming. Yeah, three or four stubs there. <laughs> I guess I guess you could just paint those as they were, but they they're so close to the soil. Yeah, well, it's it's hard to get them all for sure. Yeah, that's right. And then they're, they're the ones that come back, but. Uh, We've but it, but that, that product really does make a difference. So oh, yeah. Even if you don't get every single stub of them, but they're really a lot easier than oh, yeah. having to redo it every quarter. <laughs> and the neat thing about it is, and, and I've proven this in uh, Tennessee too, uh, you can treat them when they're dormant. When it's, when it's, you say, well, it's got to have leaves, or, but most are herbicides. Uh, but this stuff... You 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 can see those seedlings now, you know, while while everything is dormant, not growing, and you'll see where those hackberries yeah. are. 
Now, the important thing is, is to have two people doing it. One cutting and one painting the wounded wound on it immediately after you make the cut. Why immediately? Because you for, you'll forget where that that cut was. I can't not, understand not, why you think that, Jerry. <laughs> I do it. <laughs> I have the same, yeah. <laughs> I you, say, yeah, well, yeah. I cut four or five in the same area. I'll remember where they are. No. Once you cut them, they become almost invisible. Another another thing that's uh, that's, that's, that's wonderful about it, it it's, uh, it's relatively harmless to the other plants as, oh, long, as, yeah. as long as you're careful. You know, you, you can work in a rose bed. <laughs> and I remember all the devastation uh, oh, I caused in, yeah. with Roundup in rose beds. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And then they, that, they never recover. No. The roses never recover. And then that, uh, that remedy, which is at least as strong, but the formulation is, uh, yeah. is uh, put together so it's not... Yeah, and nearly the problem, and it's not vo volatile. Yeah, uh, I, you know, we we talk about we're using Roundup and things like that with no wind. Don't don't be out there doing that. It's but not as bad as a two four D product about blowing and drifting and all that stuff. But uh, <laughs> it's bad. He, uh, Dr. Stein used to spray the grass in our greenhouse and he would make sure that there was no wind blowing i mean if it was a windy day no he wouldn't spray and even that with that he would still hit some roses uh sometime that we were growing and with that drift uh -huh. and they'd never grow out of it you might well throw them in the trash because they would never grow out of it so uh, this stuff, you don't have drift because uh, you're just putting a drop or two on that. And you got uh, some choices in the form and uh, the support, and uh, the price to me to me is uh, oh, unusually yeah. reasonable too. Yeah, because it's uh, you and you only use a, a drop yeah, if, right. if a whole drop. <laughs> you know, I I had my son Jeremy. Uh, apply I would do the cutting and he would come along and uh, apply the product to the cut immediately and uh, I looked over there and he was just rubbing it on brushing it on the cut I said Jeremy we need to put a drop on that you know I've been used to putting uh -huh. a drop on there <laughs> and he said no, it says on the ingredients you don't have to put it. You just brush it on. I said, okay, we're going to see what happens. You know, I'm trying to be the understanding father and uh, let it, letting him learn from his mistakes. And uh, <laughs> sure enough, him just rubbing it on <laughs> works. works. So that's got to be pretty powerful stuff. But yeah. you don't have to worry about hurting adjoining joining uh, plants because it doesn't doesn't transpose into the into the root system and we tested that extensively and found it to be true but uh, anyway that's cut vine and stump killer 
available at uh, this nursery for sure and probably some others. And also uh, the, uh, the weed-free zone. Now, weed-free zone has, herbic- has a 2,4-D in it. So you, wanna, you don't want to be spraying that on a windy day either. The na- neat thing about weed-free zone is uh, it's active and works good when it's cool, cool, cooler. Yeah, that's whereas a, Roundup doesn't. Yeah, that that's a special, uh, noteworthy uh, situation. Oh is yeah, that cold. The, that's best in the cold weather when you compare <laughs> it to the other products. But anyway, now's the time to do it because you can see those damn hackberries seedlings. Uh, I don't have any love for those. The hackberries and the McCoys? Oh, no, yeah. that was a different family, <laughs> wasn't it? Uh, thank you very much, Al. <laughs> Are you still, Al, you still staying alive up there, there awake? Huh? He's, got, he's got his hands on the drum set. He's yeah. been really quick with that. Uh, let's see. Calvin writes about uh, potting up plants. Uh Recommended grapes and peaches can be planted in the garden now, but the new rodeo tomato and th- thunderbird, thunderbird needs to be held back a while. Pot in a one-gallon container and place in container in the sun, but out of the wind. Let me read that again. But out of the wind. If you will notice, the last few cold fronts uh, or cool fronts that we've had come through came through with a lot of wind. Really windy. Yeah, in fact, uh, let's see, where was it they had? Oh, Lubbock. Of course, they always have wind in Lubbock, but uh, they had 50, 60 mile an hour winds in Lubbock. And you could see the dust storm all around Lubbock uh, on the radar. Well, isn't there a lot of hot air in Lubbock? Yeah, well, I don't know. Especially around Texas State, Texas Tech. <laughs> Could be. <Yeah. laughs> but anyway, uh, I, th- I think we've had several windy days. And people don't think wind can damage a tomato, but it it, mm. it does damage. Well, these days, yeah, I don't know if my imagination, but uh, we're dealing with the rodeo tomato. Yeah. And uh, we're potting up uh, the presentation. And I put it in the building, and then open. I open the <laughs> doors for people to be putting the potting up, and I I swear I could see the 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 uh, plants so respond to that <laughs> cold wind. wind. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, they do. And then it reminded me of Wilson County. Yes. Uh. When we had, <laughs> I mean, there it was absolutely you could. We had people trying to run across across the street without losing their plants because of the wind, cold wind. It it didn't respond to weather. It sandblasted the leaves off of those. Trace has come back onto the porch, but before you get going, we're going to take a quick break. Give you the you rest of the show if you wanted. It. You're supposed so, to do that. You're, Trish, Trish comes so that's up. how Milton treats me. Right? Yeah, <laughs> see, well, that's sweet. What that's what he that's what he told me to do. He said, Trace comes up, take a break. Well, we will take our last break of the hour here on Milberger's Gardening South Texas. We'll come back. We're going to talk with Trace a little bit more. We also still need uh, your calls 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We'll be right back in just a few minutes. 
on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. I'm Barry Bess, in for Milton Glick, who's off this weekend. With me, of course, if you're looking at your radio from uh, left to right, Dr. Jerry Parsons and then Dr. Calvin Finch. And your calls at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We're out here just, until, just for a few more minutes until 2 o'clock. But then the uh, nursery itself is open until 6 o'clock tonight. And if you also want to come on by and say hi, tomorrow we're on the air starting at noon. Uh, the uh, nursery will be open uh, from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at 1604 and Balverde Road. But still a few minutes to get your questions in at 210-308-8867. Yes. Uh, we are looking at sale items uh, today, a while ago, and uh, they got red buds on sale. And uh, they'll they'll start blooming pretty soon. They have. Have they already started blooming? So I guess they're the first things to bloom other than mountain laurels. Yeah, yeah. And they've been pretty consistently. Mountain laurels and redbuds bloom pretty much the same time. Uh, Redbuds just a little bit later all all the time. But I I was noticing that, too, that the... I just noticed the Texas Mountain Laurel, and then I went back to my vehicle, and there's the red bud right there, <laughs> blooming right next to it. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a red bud freeze. I mean, we we had them, had them in the backyard there in Tennessee. I in fact and they've bloomed every I mean they bloomed every year even and it got to zero down there sometimes. I, I had a que- I had a, a question like that in one of my Q and A's, and I I mentioned that I've se- seen the uh, eastern be affected by the heat. Yeah. Uh, but I don't remember ever seeing the any of the other selections being affected by the cold. So I didn't, uh, I couldn't remember. He came back. Back on the back porch. <laughs> Trace, thanks for coming back. Have you, Trace, have I you tried ever, to run, but it kept sending me back. <laughs> have you s- ever seen uh, uh, red bud affected by the cold? No. Had any, yeah, we, Jerry and I haven't either. We're really sensitive to the heat, some of the selections, but not, no, I, not I, to the cold. I have seen them go into bloom early and then a freeze take the blooms off. To really take them off, huh? but that's I mean, freeze them off. Yeah, I mean the same with mountain laurels. I've seen that happen. Yeah, they get all ta- they get all tasseled up, and then we get a good cold snap, and they don't bloom very good. Well, they're bl- blooming now. Blooming pretty well. Yeah, my my mountain laurels blooming. My my wife said, "Look, the mountain laurels putting on some new leaves," and I said, "And it's blooming." She said, "No, it's not." Uh-huh. And then, uh, of course, I was right. <laughs> Did you let her know you were right? No, um, no I had no. to leave it just at that. He sends, he yeah. sends an e- e- three or four emails <laughs> every day or two. Better know. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got uh, several kind of. Uh, you got a white one back there, right? I've got Texas white. Red, yeah. Red buds, yes. That's. I don't know if I've ever seen one of those bloom. I, I do think I have them tagged as white buds, though. You don't have them I'm, tagged? No, I think I have them tagged as white buds, not red buds. Oh, cool. I didn't. I didn't make the tag. Well, <laughs> red bud is not written as one word. So would you say white bud then, or would you say white w red bud? White red bud be the name. Like no. blue bonnet. M maroon blue bonnet. You could join the <laughs> the naturalists and be on the other side of that. Uh, oh, the hell with the naturalists. You did see I had some uh, five and a half inch blue bonnets out there, right? I saw those. Oh. I saw them when I was walking in. Those are pretty. There was a. They're all blue. Those are yes. There was one or two six packs left this morning. I, I don't remember what color they were. White, probably. Yeah, I saw those. There at the end. But those are those are nice plants. And uh, again, uh, I would recommend that you uh, get those planted as soon as possible and uh, water them every time you water them with a water-soluble fertilizer. But they've got they've got a big root system, and if you take care of them uh, and keep them growing in that size, they'll probably uh, bloom nice for you. Okay. <laughs> so Jerry, Jerry's shuffling papers. Yeah, you're shuffling yeah, papers. Yeah. What are you looking for? Reorganizing for a, a Sunday pre preparation for a Sunday <laughs> presentation. Yeah, I was looking for the sales deal. I got most of it in my head. What are you looking yeah, for? Yeah, we put, the, well, we wrote about the uh, uh, the grapes, that new grape. Yeah. Trace that you, the Milberger's has, uh, has the grape. Yep. Uh, got 100 in. I bet there's probably about 50 left. Okay, so folks that want to take advantage of that, uh, I wouldn't wait too long. Well, this is this is it. Um, there won't be any more until one of the big growing operations uh, starts uh, mass, produce, mass production. And they're thinking, they're thinking about doing that. I also saw uh, Texas, I mean, uh, Florida King peaches booming up a storm. Oh, good. Oh, uh, well, I hope they're still, I, mean, that, I guess that was last Sunday that I saw that. Well, there's one variety down there blooming, so I'll head off. I can't, I don't mm -hmm. know which one it is from here. This is, here it is, Texas redbud trees starting at nine ninety nine ninety nine. Yeah, that's an old one. That's an old one. Yep. So now they're starting at forty nine ninety nine. Oh, good. I found some smaller ones. You got uh, uh, Texas Texas red bud, white bud, forest pansy. <laughs> I, I I gotta look up forest pansy. Uh, I'm thinking that originated around here, San Antonio. Forest pansy red bud. Um, but I, I, would, I, would have it's a, I would have thought it's an eastern redbud. Uh, that's a that's a familiar name. I don't know know where it came from. Uh, it's been around. We've been selling yeah. them for probably twenty years or better. Yeah. 
Uh, I'll have to look that up. I'll, I'll get get our man Dennis to look that up. Forest pansy redbud. Orig oh. or, origin of. And uh, you got still got those pruners, right? We do. Starting <laughs> around, we've sold about half of them already. Yeah. Bypass pruners. I saw those. I think like they could really do a, <laughs> do a good job on somebody. Yeah. Uh, and you got. We, um, we explained that to Milton last weekend. Really? Bypass. Bypass? Yeah. Uh, why do you think he's not here? No, that's. <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. Okay, lot, so I should watch myself then? A lot of pruners uh, just smash the, the, yeah, uh, the, the cane. That's what your an cat. anvil pruner is what he's describing. Yeah. So it's got a flat side and a cutting side. Right. Bypass is more like scissors. Right. So you're yeah. making a cleaner cut. Okay. Or less messy cut. So this is a better way to go. Ninety-nine uh, percent oh, of the time, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, makes a better cut. And you got them on sale here. Uh, we have a uh, one brand. It's a flex rate. It's a good-looking pruner. Uh, with the regular like thirteen ninety nine, I think there's six eighty eight or two six for ten. Two for ten dollars. You get some great deals down here, Melberger. So the nursery's open till six tonight. Take advantage, and also ten a.m. to five p.m. Uh, tomorrow. Now these sale prices go through what Monday? Monday night. Monday night. So take advantage. Come on down to Melberger's and. Uh, Got some beautiful plants out here, and then while you're here, uh, well, tomorrow anyways, we just have about a couple minutes left in the show today. Tomorrow we're on the air at noon, but uh, like I said, the nursery will be open at 10 a.m. tomorrow. Uh, so you can come on by, and then you can also ask your questions down here at Mel Burgers. We're usually on the back porch where the three handsome guys or four handsome guys that they have here they put in the back they put in the back of the of the nursery in the back porch just to keep us far away from the public which I don't that, blame that, them that's just for dairy that's I don't blame them yeah that's <laughs> uh, <clears throat> uh you got is a high yield weed and grass stopper with dimension still available on sale 12 yep. pound bag regularly 24.99 yep we got it, and it's Two time. Two bags for forty dollars. So I still have uh, probably six hundred bags sitting around here somewhere. Okay, good. Who decided to call one of the figs LSU purple? Uh, somebody from LSU. <laughs> so we have the yeah. maroon um, blue, blue bonnet. That's an A and M. Yeah. Is there a is there a Longhorn of Texas mm. color? I don't, burnt orange? No, we, we've been working on that real uh, hard. Yeah. Could you? Real hard. All right. Could you make uh, make one a um, uh. Uh, UTSA colors for my son? Which color is that? Orange and blue, I guess. Orange and blue? Well, maybe if we get this orange for the Texas Longhorns. Okay. We'll well, was, get so, one so out call, of that. Call it Tennessee blue and your, or yellow orange. Tennessee orange. Tennessee you're orange. Much more likely to get it. Yeah, <laughs> Tennessee orange, not burnt orange. Okay, well we'll go with that. You, but I don't know why you think that. And right. we're we're just about out of time uh, for the show. Yeah, we've gone. It's a good time when you have a uh, time flies when you're having fun. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.